welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. How are you doing? Has Christmas madness taken over yet or is that just me? Yeah, definitely feels like Christmas madness is well and truly here to stay for at least a couple of weeks. Two weeks today, in fact, is Christmas Day. Certainly when this podcast goes out though on the Friday. Don't want to worry. Two weeks. Two weeks. But the good news is it is not too late to send your Christmas list to Father Christmas, you know. In fact, I've had it on very good authority that you can simply leave it out for him on Christmas Eve. And if you've been good this year, you will get everything you asked for even at that short notice. He's quicker than Amazon Prime, I've been told. However, if you think that maybe giving Santa half a chance of delivering you some top-notch podcast presents is a good idea, but you're not sure what you want, then this, this is what's on my Christmas list this year. You can have a sneak peek at what I am asking Father Christmas for. So we'll start off with microphones because yes, that's right. I have eight microphones and I could always do with some more because, you know, I might have more than eight people near me in the near future. No, not in the near future. In the future, who knows? The good news is, though, USB microphones are pretty much all back in stock and not at the ridiculous prices we were seeing at the beginning of lockdown and, in fact, over summer for a while. Hands up. Confession time. I still stand by my total adoration and, well, fangirling, let's be honest, over all things road. I just think when it comes to value for money, ease of use and straight up hardworking microphones, I just adore my NT USB microphones. Literally plug and play and sound great. In fact, I am recording this week's episode on one as well. I got this microphone for a Christmas present. I think it was 2017. And it had been recommended to Father Christmas, who who got me the present. It had been recommended to him by a person who uses it for their voiceover work and also an engineer for the BBC. So that's where my first love of Rode microphones came from. I don't have the mini version though. I've only got the big version of the NT-USB and I have been looking at this mini version all year. I've been recommending it to people all year. Well, since it came out this year and I just look at it and I think, oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. I just want to pick it up and give it a cuddle. Not that you're meant to do that with microphones, but that's what we want to do. So do you know what? Despite having eight microphones and no need for any more, It's a want, not a need. I'm going to put the little mini Rode USB microphone on my list. 
If you are looking for something different, so you're looking for an XLR microphone, again, Rode Fangirl here. I pretty much use only NT1As for my podcast recordings normally, and I also have the Rode PodMic. Personally, I think the NT1A sounds better than the PodMic, but that's me being ultra critical, ultra listening in and being ultra annoying. So that's my personal thought. But honestly, they're both cracking mics if you want them. The sad news is I don't know if I've been a good enough girl this year to ask for the Shure SM7B. But if you don't ask, you don't get right. I personally haven't tried this microphone, but what I've heard, it sounds very sexy. Really, really sexy, but I'm not spending yet. 300 or 400 odd pounds on a microphone when I can get a really good quality microphone for around the 155 pound mark. It just, why, yeah, for me, when I get my studio, maybe I'll upgrade a little bit, but for now, these microphones are bang on. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've let you all know again that microphones are my weak spot. It's my little thing that I just want to keep collecting for no reason whatsoever. I do not need any more, but it's never going to stop me looking around. Now we're going to move on to some other kit. So it's a bit of a, the Rodecaster Pro is what I'm going to talk about now. Every year for the last few years, well, since it's been out, I have asked Father Christmas for a Rodecaster Pro. And do you know what? I'm going to ask him for it again this year. The Rodecaster Pro is a very sexy bit of kit. I'm going to describe kit as sexy a lot in this episode, I think, because I think it truly is. Uh, the Rodecaster Pro, sexy bit of kit that you could basically use it as a podcast studio. You can plug your microphones in, plug your headphones in, get your guests all on separate headphones, get outside sources of so things like phone calls, Skype calls. Do you remember them? Zoom calls. We all know about them. And you can record it directly to a memory card. So if in the future we get to go out and go around and be mobile again, you can just take it with you and you've got a mobile or and your microphones. You've got a mobile podcast studio. Great stuff. Or you can plug it into your computer and use it as an audio interface. Now, audio interface is a way to get your XLR microphones connected to your computer. You can then record directly to your computer and you've got all those outside sources and everything that you can just go on to your computer. It also allows you to have banks of sound effects. So you can like hit a button and you'll get a sound effect. So if you use a sound effect a lot during your podcast, you don't have to add it in in the post mix. You can just press the button as you do it. So if you wanted a round of applause, you could go, that's the sound of a round of applause apparently, by pressing a button and it just there and it, you can talk over it naturally. Um, you could also, I've seen it suggested that you play your intro and your outro straight in live almost. So if you've got a standard recorded outro, intro and outro, you would start, you would hit the button to get your intro play. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting a non-existent button you can hear, yeah? That's me hitting a non-existent button. Hit that button, you'd play your intro and then you'd just pick up off the back of it. So I think they're brilliant. I think they're awesome and I love everything about it. I mean everything. And you know what I love the most? I love the fact that it has faders. I know, right? Because until you have 
this is going to sound so weird. In my head, this makes total sense. But I promise you, there's nothing quite like a feeling of pushing a fader up, mic live and talking. Try it. Try it. Try it. And tell me tell me what you think if I'm if I'm just being a bit weird in that or not but I just love the whole fader up and we're on air although obviously we're not on air like in a live situation but you're you're on recording I tell you what if I don't get one for Christmas this year I am absolutely 100 million 10 percent going to buy myself one and let's be honest that means I am going to be buying one doesn't it because I'm I'm not going to get one for Christmas this year However, saying that, the Roadcaster Pro does have some strong competition from the Zoom pod track. And when I say Zoom, don't worry, you're not on another Zoom call. It's um, this Zoom make audio recording devices, so not online meetings. You may have heard me talk about my Zoom H6 recorder on previous episodes or in fact any of the Zoom recorders that are out there. They are absolutely fabulous, solid bits of kit. Um not the prettiest at all so they're not se- I wouldn't call them sexy in the same way I think a Roadcaster Pro is pretty sexy but they do the job and you know what that's important my H6 has been massively abused by me it's been chucked around in my bag it's been dropped don't tell anybody but it's still working and it's a total workhorse so the pod track is not the H6 right it's smaller than the Roadcaster, but does a lot of the same things. And here's the thing. It's half the price, which is a bonus, right? It's not square like the Roadcaster. It's a weird kind of T-shape almost. Um, but it does pretty much the same thing. The only thing, the only thing that I think lets it down, and this is my personal preference. This is This is just a personal preference. And you'll understand why I'm saying this when I say it, is it doesn't have faders. And honestly, this is going to stop me from buying it, even though it's half the price of the Roadcaster. I will not, I'm probably not going to buy it because it doesn't have faders. It has dials instead. So if you want to turn volumes up, gains up, you just twist the, the, twist the knobs. <laughs> I said knobs. <laughs> I'm such a 12-year-old boy sometimes. Um, yeah, and it's that, that's what's going to stop me. But that is because it's personal preference. I'm so used to just putting fader up, fader down. It just makes sense to me. It feels right to me. Now, this is a bit of fancy kits. Both of them are fancy kits that you don't necessarily need to start with. Because if you just need an interface to connect up your microphone to your computer, um, well, at the moment, I just use my Zoom H6, which doubles up as a recorder too. Double win not anywhere near the price of the uh, Roadcaster. But you don't need the Zoom H6 if you just want an interface. The You don't want the recording device side of things. Um, the Focusrite interfaces is where I would send you for these. They're great at what they do and proper solid bits of kit. Next, I'm going to talk about something that I don't think people think about too much when they're starting out to be a podcaster, but headphones. Yep, you need some headphones. To start with, honestly, you don't need much more than whatever you're using at the moment. But, and I'm totally showing my age here, but I don't care because we all know I turned 40 this year. I love and have always loved those big over-the-ear headphones, right? Because whenever I wear them, 
and it could be in the middle of February, it could be in the middle of December, whenever I wear them. I like to think of myself and see myself as a member of Band-Aid singing Do They Know It's Christmas. Here's a little sneak into my childhood life. Four-year-old me, so quite some time ago, four-year-old me wanted to invite boy George to her birthday party and didn't understand why her parents couldn't just ring him up and bring him over. One day I'll have boy George. Hey, wouldn't it be great if I could get boy George to come to my 40th birthday party next year? Yes, and I know I've just said my 40th birthday party next year. I'm still calling it my 40th birthday party. It is a birthday party to celebrate my 40th birthday. There we go. I've digressed as you go. Um, so you'll often see me wearing my big headphones when I'm doing like lives or any sort of photos. And you'll often see me wearing them with just one ear, one ear on, one ear off. Um, and I promise you, this is not because that's what they do in the video for Do They Know It's Christmas, which they do, check it out. And uh, Sting in particular, Bono in particular, they're the culprits. It's actually the one ear on, one ear off. It's actually a hang up from the days where in radio where it was sensible to have one ear open to the world in case you were reading the news and somebody came in with a breaking news story Mm -hmm. that has happened before and no it's not fun the idea is if you've got one ear off you can hear people opening the door behind you if you didn't have that one ear off you wouldn't hear them creeping in behind you you wouldn't be aware of it until it was too late and someone flung a piece of paper in front of you and as you're trying to be also calm and professional you'd go oh oh (laughs) halfway through a news bulletin that's not good. Didn't happen to me, but I've seen it happen to other people. But when it comes to podcasting, headphones are so important. And I think you need to make this mistake to really understand just how important they are. Now, your brain, yeah, yours, is very good at filtering out noises it doesn't need to hear or process. So your ears are picking up noises all the time, all the time, all the time. And your brain's just going, not important, not important. Oh, I need to know that. That's a big alarm. I, I need to know that. Or not important, not important. That's someone calling my name. I need to pay attention to that. Microphones, less good at this. They, they don't filter anything out. They just pick it all up. And by listening to what you're recording on headphones when you're hearing what the microphone is hearing, and by hearing I mean picking up, then you can hear what is being recorded and maybe ruining your beautiful content. You might think you've moved far away enough from that noisy car, that couple talking really obnoxiously in the background, or even that duck quacking, true story. But until you hear what it sounds like on your headphones, you won't know. And there's nothing more heartbreaking than finishing a recording and listening back and hearing all of the terrible background noise drowning out what you have recorded. Please don't do it. It's horrible and heartbreaking learn from me and my mistakes, please. I personally prefer noise cancelling headphones because I don't want to be distracted by the outside world. And if I could give you one more tip, it's don't use wireless headphones. That's because there can be a lag with the Bluetooth. Now it's fine pretty much when you're recording, but when it comes to doing any editing and you're wearing those headphones, it the lag just makes it really difficult. Uh, This is the same reason I don't use a wireless mouse or a keyboard. I just can't be doing the lag. No, no, no. And also, I don't want to have to remember to keep charging things as well. I don't want to get to, you know, be out recording and not be able to use my headphones because they've run out of charge because they're Bluetooth or or whatever. So there we go. 
that's my little thought on that. My current headphones are Bose. Um, I like them. I got them for Christmas last year. No, not last year, two years ago. See how I'm getting, or I'm building up my podcast business through getting presents from Father Christmas. I've been very good. Um, so they're, they're my Bose ones. I like them a lot. Sennheiser are decent too. The best advice, if you're going to be wearing your headphones a lot, make sure they're comfortable. You don't want to be pressing your ears against your head all day, every day. And make sure they have decent padding around the ears as well. And I'm going to do a, a public health warning as well. Don't turn the volume up so loud that you deafen yourself either. Please, please. It breaks my heart to think of this because I remember as a child, I really wanted a Walkman, desperately wanted a Walkman, but my parents wouldn't let me because I they didn't want me listening to headphones and deafening myself and causing hearing loss and damage. And I just think, well... I certainly have uh, uh, put myself in good stead for not doing that, having spent 20 years in a work situation, mainly listening to uh, stuff on headphones. We'll see how that goes in the in the future. So that's the techie bit all over and done with. What else might there be on my podcasters Christmas list? stationary of course stationary let me introduce you to my rocket book and yes it sounds exciting doesn't it because now i am 40 and officially old according to my nieces and nephews and don't worry that has been noted their christmas lists are looking oh uh, barren i think is the word um i'm actually pretty old-fashioned when it comes to making notes I always choose pen and paper for writing every single time every single time i've tried going digital I can't do it. It's not for me. It's just not going to happen. But of course, that all adds up. Notebooks need buying and then I store them once they're used because I can't throw anything out. Uh, and that means there's a cost, both money, buying new notebooks, buying new boxes to store my notebooks in and the environment as well. All those trees save the rainforests. That was the early 90s call to all children, save the rainforests and uh, save the ozone layer. No CFCs. And then this year, into my life, came the rocket book. It's a reusable notebook. Seriously, a reusable notebook. You can use erasable pens. Who knew they were a thing? And once you've made your notes, you take a photo of the page using your rocket book app and it sends not just a photo of your notes, but also it does a little transcription of your notes as well. And it saves, sends your notes to a whole heap of places that you want it to go to. So for me, I've got Google Drive folders set up and it's just amazing. Now, the transcription isn't perfect, but it's better than not having it at all. This has been utterly life-changing and I mean life-changing for me. Piles of notebooks are just going and I'm using this instead. Now, I personally use the Rocketbook Fusion, which has a project list, a two-week planner, a month calendar, goals. I've, I was going to say dotty pages, but I believe it's a dot grid page and lined pages as well. I adore it and I've recently bought lots of funky coloured pens to go with it so I can make it all look really pretty. And don't worry if you're thinking, that's great, Charlotte. If I buy this, I've then got to buy loads of pens. It does come with a pen when you when you buy it. So it's pretty useful. Now, this book stays with me all the time. It's where I jot down random thoughts, random ideas. I have my brain dumps in here. It is an everyday 
notebook and I don't need another one but I might I quite like the idea of having another one just like a smaller one to keep in my bag because I've got the bigger one at the moment I'll keep the big one in the office and a smaller one in my bag and it'll still send stuff to the same place so um Father Christmas thank you very much uh sticking with stationery and planners of course I'm going to tell you my podcast planning toolkit should be on your podcast Christmas list right shameless self-promotion but actually this toolkit works it's a place for you to lay the foundations for your podcast or if you're already podcasting it's an opportunity to revisit those foundations and see if they're still relevant has your podcast grown and developed do you need to tweak your mission statement and your listener and i don't mean tweak your listener actually like don't go up to them and tweak them that's rude and uh, in 2020 it's certainly a breach of social distancing guidelines but are you talking to the same people you were when you first started now is the time of reflection and planning ahead and the toolkit helps you do just that if you want to buy it you can I'm very generous like that. You can go onto my website, charlotte-foster.co.uk slash podcast-planning-toolkit. Just go to the website. It's under the drop-down menu, which says work with Charlotte, and you'll find it there. Now, another planner, which I adore. Yes, I love planners. Yes, I'm going to keep buying them. But yes, they are useful for me. Um, Another planner, which I adore, which works brilliantly in tandem with my planner is Janet Murray's Social Media Diary and Planner. It's got loads of awareness days, loads of events that will help you, I promise, come up with not just your social media posting for stuff around your core content, sorry away from your core content but it'll also for me helps me spark ideas about what I can talk about on my podcast Uh, let me think of some ones that we looked at recently so um so last week was actually officially send your list to Santa day and I went well I could do a podcast about that but I'll do it about this and actually I'll do it on this week so that's what inspired me to do the list because it was a there was a, a send your list send your Christmas list to Father Christmas Day last week, and I went okay it doesn't work in for what I'm doing this week, but it does just because it's on that day doesn't mean I don't have I have to do it on that day, so it's got some bits on bobs that I think actually I can use in the podcast what I'm doing as well as my social media stuff, so I think it's well worth buying, and if you want to buy it I'll put a link in the show notes it is my affiliate link because I'd like to retire one day t-shirts right who doesn't love getting a few clothes for christmas right you might have noticed if you see me online and i mean see me online that i'm a big fan of a slogan t-shirt and you know what i love even more than a slogan t-shirt a slogan t-shirt that shows everybody i am a podcaster too and in particular i'm a big fan of the pods up north t-shirts I will put a link as to where you can find those, but essentially go to the Pods Up North website, www.podsupnorth.com and you'll find the shop. Go on there and you can find your Pods Up North t-shirts. Now I have both the Pod Mother and the Pod For It t-shirt and confession time, it took me way too long to get the joke with Pod For It. And I mean, like a week or so after the actual event took place last year, that's when I finally got it. So Pods Up North took place in 2019 in Manchester. So did you get it, yeah? 
Podverit, Madverit. At least I hope that's what the joke is, because that's what I've understood the joke to be. And if it's not that, then I have missed a missed it all. Oh goodness, could you imagine that? Oh, the shame. So actually, thinking about it, while you're on the Pods Up North website, you should absolutely 100 million percent get yourself a replay of Pods Up Level Up 2. Um, it's the masterclass, a bit more than the master, lots of masterclasses is the way to describe it, that the guys put on a couple of weeks ago. It was live a couple of weeks ago, but they've recorded it. So it's the replay. That's why it's called the Pods Up Level Up Replay. And you can get hold of it on the website and watch it and learn loads from it. And let's be honest, there's only so many times you can watch Elf over Christmas. So get yourself watching it and you'll keep it and it will be well worth looking at and watching. Here's another thing that you might not think that a podcaster would want for Christmas. A water bottle. Yeah, I'm about to give you a lecture. You should be drinking more water and so should I. Water, not too cold, not too warm, is absolutely key to keeping your voice healthy and strong. And the only way I manage to drink water is if I have a bottle. Now, it sounds like I'm a baby here. Oh, I can only have it out of a bottle. That's not what I mean, like a nice bottle, right? Because for whatever reason, I simply ignore water that's in a glass. I don't know why. Put it in a bottle. That's it. Glug, glug, glug. Maybe I think it's wine. Maybe that's it. The other benefit to having your water or any drink in a bottle is, of course, assuming I've done the lid up, when I knock it over and yes, it is when, not if, then it's not going to destroy hundreds of pounds of kit, thousands of pounds of kit, which I'm pretty sure we can all agree is a good thing, not destroying kit. Yep. Right now, I'm eyeing up those Chili's bottles, which are all funky and cool and metal and, you know, what all the cool kids have. So I'm going to put that on my Christmas list. If, like me, you're a fan of... um hot drinks. <laughs> you're a fan of hot drinks. If you're a fan of tea or coffee, then again, get a sippy cup, as I call them, the re- the um, the reusable cups that you get for your coffee and that. Get a sippy cup because, and get one that has a screw top lid, because if you are going to knock your drinks over, just try and make sure you damage limitation. I just, I worry about kits. I really do because I know what I'm like. I've met me. I am very clumsy. So there's my, there's my dream-ish kind of list of what I would like for Christmas this year. But I'm going to say this. If you haven't been a good person this year and you don't think you're going to get any of that, don't panic because I keep saying this and I just want to hammer this home again and again a lot of what I have talked about today about what you know might be on my Christmas list is a want not a need if you are looking to start your podcast you don't need fancy pants equipment you can use your phone to record I know people think that's bonkers or don't quite believe me but you absolutely can use your phone to record you can even use your phone headphones to record as well if you want to record straight onto your computer so don't get hung up on microphones that cost an arm and a leg don't get hung up on all the fancy pants kit if you just want to start pick up your phone and record on your phone it's doable it can be done i promise you 
there's my little don't spend all your money lecture over and done with. I would love to know what's on your Christmas list podcast wise this year. Um, And you can do that by getting in touch with me in all the normal ways. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I'm on Twitter at CF Podcasts. And you can find me on LinkedIn as well. Charlotte Foster Podcast Queen. And if you can hear some noise in the background, it's because the cat has woken up and wants to go out of the bedroom. I'll speak to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm.